Untangled Knots is an attempt to explore the internal and external world. I have guests from different countries and backgrounds, and we talk about the things that make us excited and the things that we care about. If you like what I or any of my guests have to say, then check out our other projects. There are links to all our socials and everything in the description. I get this new phone. It's going to be empty. I'm not going to use it for other stuff. It's just going to be for like making stuff like this. But that's very expensive. The the iPhone 13 is probably very expensive, I guess. Yeah, but everything I have is so old. I feel like I need to buy something anyway. <laughs> and if I buy something that's not new, it's going to get old really quickly. <laughs> and to buy something that I can keep for like 12 years and then talk about how great it is and everyone's going to say, we have the iPhone 18, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that's too much. How, how do you wait for it take to get up to 12 years before you before you dispose of it? I think I think in the next four or five years, the iPhone 13 will be so old um, because technology will have gotten so big, would have probably advanced. So I'm thinking four or five years max for iPhone 13 if you eventually buy it. Yeah, but I'm using an iPhone 8. Yeah, you're probably old. You're probably, you know, the old kind of guy. You know, you don't like disposing old tech. Maybe you're in love with the old anyway who knows you know not everyone likes new things might be a fetish for you no 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 it's not a fetish it's like um i was just poor <laughs> not anymore no i'm getting there moving up moving up moving up this it was uh it was really hot like i was living with almost no money for a long time like even this phone i got as a gift oh you were living with no money for a long time i lived on um i saved i, I was working I managed to save um, $500 for working seven years. Can you beat that? Yeah, but how much How much does your phone cost? You mean my iPhone 12? Yeah. Cost me $400 plus. Okay, wow. So wait, how many years you said it took to make $500? Took me seven years. But how come you decide to buy this phone then? Actually, my, my finances have changed over time. Okay, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I started working that job, I think it was 2011, um, and I stopped 2018. Managed to save $500 for seven years, and uh, nobody believed that. But from 2018, that was when my finances changed. I got my phone 12 in September of last year. So from 2018, actually, that was when my financial situation started changing. And I stopped where I was working to basically do what we now do. So um, it's a life-changing story, um, but you were saying you live with nothing. I basically lived on grass. Like I lived like from hand to mouth. Mm-hmm. It was I didn't consider myself poor. I think I was I was a church rat. Poor is even good when you say poor. Poor is, is an understatement. I was more than poor. How did you change that? Yeah, I didn't kind of happen. Actually, as I working on Fiverr, as I writing on Fiverr in, in 2017 before I stopped that job, as I doing my sourcing on the internet. There was this website I met in 2017. What I do there was to, it's all about crowdsourcing. You get to like someone's video on the internet and you get paid. You get to comment on the video of someone and you get paid. Um, You get to follow someone on Instagram, you get paid. So um, it was crowdsourcing. And sometimes I earn $50 a week, um, sometimes 40 um, sometimes 35. So I began to compound some of this money. So I was using some of this money to buy some shares in some companies back then. And um, it would yield some interest. That was way before I, I, I found out about decentralized you know, blockchain where you can post and 
and and all that. That was before I found out about Bitcoin and crypto and all that and all that. It was an it was actually crypto that changed my life. Actually, the money I made from writing on the internet was not as impactful as I would have wanted it, but it was better than earn five hundred dollars in seven years. Sure. Up until I got into crypto, that was when when my life changed. So. As I bind crypto basically in 2017 of September, actually I bought, I bought into Steam back then, 2017, that was in September. And could you believe that in December, the bull market started, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So before that though, it took 500, it took seven years to save 500. What kind of yeah. work was that? I was a home tutor to kids. I was tutoring literature. I worked through job, basically two jobs. I worked in a company where they produced water and I worked as a home tutor. I was teaching kids literature and you can't believe that these two jobs I worked was how I saved $500 in seven years. You couldn't imagine um, when you, when you tell people that, um, I worked two or three jobs, it's not the volume. Sometimes someone can work four jobs and they still end very shitty. That's how worse it was. People can work up to two, three jobs or four in a day when they can't even afford three times in a day. That was how terrible it was um, in my society back then. But, and you know, I was living with some health issues actually. So it was difficult for me to uh, maintain the kind of energy. There were some kind of jobs that I couldn't do. Those jobs that requires me to work in factories, I couldn't because I was anemic. And you know, when someone has anemia, there are jobs you can't actually do. I needed the soft kind of jobs to actually try. My mom and my dad were having issues. They were separated, so we couldn't depend on them to leave. We had to survive on our own. And um, it was a tough life, actually. It was tough. It was tough growing up. It was tough living with um, health issues and not having a parent to depend on. I guess that was what made me mentally stronger. You came a long way, though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I can relate when you said the I could relate to when you said you were poor because I knew you couldn't be poorer than I, I was. No, I know that. I know that. I know there's a lot of people that are a lot poorer than I was, right? And the thing is, the thing about me though, like I'm an arrogant motherfucker. So it's, I chose to be poor. Like I had opportunities and I said, no, 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 no. I hate this stuff. I want to be free. And who chooses poor? <laughs> Well, I, just, I, I chose to be poor because I said it's it's that or I have to I have to like give all my energy to someone who doesn't who I don't want to give it to. And in the end, I was scared. I was scared of that situation where I worked for seven years and I saved five hundred dollars. I felt like <laughs> if it's a choice between those two, like because the 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 situation I was in was there were more communities around, and I actually met uh, Jingyi through one of those communities. There were communities around that were friendly and that you could support each other. You know, so. It, it wasn't as desperate. So I was kind of lucky in that sense, right? And I think a lot of people in, in some countries, it's easier to find that, right? And some situations, it's easier to find that. But if you know that you could survive without a problem, without doing that work for seven years, it would be a little bit different, right? Yeah, it would. It would, it would be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, the truth was that um, my uncles were, were rich motherfuckers. <laughs> they sold yeah, they were rich, but they decided not to um help me out in any way. I was okay with that. Um, these were people who had so much money that they weren't doing anything with money. They had houses, companies, and you know, they were living the dream. And 
I could barely feed all the scraps. And it, was, it was crazy. But you don't have that communities that were willing to, you know, help, um, that were willing, that kind of community where you, you can join and have people who want to assist you. African societies are not tailored this way. African societies are not tailored to help each other. Um, people are more of survival. People are on survival mode. And people want to live off, you know, so people just want to be on their own. They just want to feed their family, their girlfriends, their mother. Yeah, man. I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go for like 10 seconds. Somebody's at the door. I'll be right back. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I keep talking. I'll catch up in a second. Hey, I like your story. Yeah, it's kind of touching, isn't it? Just amazing because I believe you, you wish. Okay, when go, when you was in some pond, your mind just suddenly changed. That's why you will choose to do the other job, or just try other things. Leave, leave the old situation, the poor. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you think that's a poor, uh, situ, uh, uh situation? That's happening. Seven years. It's actually very real. I, I still have that scar inside my mind. Sometimes I want to spend, sometimes I want to spend some of my hard-earned money. I want to go to the, the store, get something expensive for myself. But I remember that, that there was a time in my life where I couldn't afford that. But I, I, I know that I can afford three to four or five of that commodity, but I won't spend that money because I'm scared of getting back to that situation where I have to not afford that. So that's like a mental challenge to me. I want to spend some time, but I can't because I'm scared of going back to that situation where I don't have that money. So yeah. these cars are still, yeah. Yeah, that's why when uh, said mentioned, when you say you are poor and you say uh, poor can give you freedom, maybe. I'm really curious about this point because I don't feel poor can give me freedom or the fee of really? to you mean what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you mentioned that, in some point, poor is limited by the opportunity in my life, like what I can do it. But I don't think being poor can make you more free. I never think yeah. like that. It's <laughs> that the the requirements for making money sometimes is so restrictive. Yeah that it feels like all the money you make will just disappear. Like his situation that he was talking about, like working for seven years to save $500, it's not really free, right? So you have this yeah. money, but it doesn't really help you to feel free because it could disappear anytime. And it's it takes so much work just to save up a little bit. And so I was in that situation for like five years, uh, not not as desperate as that. It's not that, like, I don't desperate. Not as... Um, like I was working a job for five years and I didn't save anything. Like I was living decently, but I couldn't save any money because Tokyo was so expensive and because I wasn't making like a really good salary. And so I was I wasn't living decently. I was living yeah. terribly. Yeah, and I wanted to go I wanted to go to college. That was why I started saving. Okay, but five hundred dollars couldn't take me to college. <laughs> but I wanted to save. I wanted to badly go to college in twenty eleven. I wanted to be a professor. I wanted to own a school, I wanted to eat and all that and go to college and um, even if the money I saved wasn't enough, I, I had to deprive myself of so many things in life to save that $500. That's for you to know the degree. 
of how terrible I was. I wasn't living free. I was living restrictedly to say mm-hmm. that money. If I was a spendthrift or I, I, I need large, I couldn't even live large. Let's say I need that readily. I wouldn't save up anything. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know that situation. I see people around the world in like different variations of it. It's the same situation. It's just that like living conditions are different. It's that you work really, really hard and you save up this much money. And if you live in a rich country, you can eat well, but you still save up this much money. And if you live in a poor country, you, you, you work just as, you know, you might work a little harder. And in the end, you save up the same amounts or less, but it's like uh, the whole situation is very unpleasant, right? And you live in like a less than uh, ideal place, right? And, but it's a similar situation where you're working for a long time and it, it doesn't really amount to anything. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't really, you don't feel any safer or, or more secure. Or you don't feel like you're more capable of anything at that point. When you save up that money, it's just enough to buy an iPhone, right? Or it's just enough to buy, uh, uh, do this or do that. For me, it was uh, the last two years was just enough for me to move to this apartment. And just this situation of working so hard just for like these little, little, little prizes at the end of five years or two years, it just felt like, like I was locked up. It felt like I was in jail. And because I was, I saved up enough money that I could live for a year overseas in a country that was cheaper. And I said, okay, I have a year. I'll see what happens. And so during that time, I just, I tried not to spend money and I tried to just uh, meet as many people as I could and, and try to like find people who I could really connect with. And during that time, because money was just not in my mind at all during that time, I felt like um, I'll eat the bare minimum. I'll eat the cheapest food I can eat and I'll, I'll stay in the cheapest places I can cheat, stay. If I can find a free place, I'll stay there. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. And so I lived like that for like three or four years, actually. It was one year at first, but I played some music and I, I did some translation work. And in the end, it, it paid for itself for a few years. I feel like I really, that was kind of the best time of my life in some ways. But at the same time, it was like, it was always at the, huh? You said something? Because you felt free. You didn't hear that I am free. I was free. I thought like, that is so. Actually, um, sometimes we, you know, money doesn't give you happiness, basically. Money doesn't guarantee you happiness. And that's because sometimes you want to just do you, want to do you so badly. You don't want to be restricted to um, a boss that wants you to be up early in the morning, you don't want to be restricted to a nagging boss. You don't want to be restricted to a job that takes away your energy uh, to maybe feel alive, have a girlfriend, have a relationship, go to the beach, you know, see the ocean. And so sometimes we choose all these things over money. Um, some people choose money over these things. Um, I guess you can't have everything completely. You have to choose that life <laughs> over this. I guess with time, basically, people now have choices to choose, uh, to balance um, between lives. I think the tides are changing, basically. Yeah. Well, I was living like that for a while and I didn't see a way to go back to working where it would be beneficial to me because it felt like if I go back into working, because I don't have any kind of really specialized skills. And so uh, I can't do IT, I can't do medical work. I can't do law. I can't do any of these professional things. And um, my resume doesn't look so good, probably. And so um, I thought like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back into that situation. But then I got involved in this kind of in hype in the crypto blogging and um, 
just learning about investments and things like that. And I realized like if you make two or three good trades, it can just kind of bypass all of that work. And I'm not saying that it's bad to do work. And I'm not saying that like everybody's going to win at that game. It just felt like um, there are other possibilities. And so now like when it comes to buying a new iPhone or something, I don't have enough money for an iPhone 13. But I just feel like if I buy the iPhone 13 and I use it to make something that's really important, then that's going to lead to something. It's going to, it's going to, the possibilities open up. So I don't feel, I don't really feel scared. I like when I'm poor, I don't feel free. I think the goal for everyone is to not have to think about whatever that means. But anyway, just money is, is like a tool for us to can achieve uh, maybe our goal, oh. our dream. I always think money is neutral. It's not that means. Okay. It's not like that super nice, whatever. It's just neutral. Depends on how we use that. Yeah. Uh, I think we all like cryptos. <laughs> Actually, yeah, sometimes I told my friends, say, friends that because you told me about cryptos in the very beginning. You, because you told me in the beginning, told me to buy Bitcoin. And uh, actually, uh, actually is my first thing is just want to pay the English lesson fee for you. Yeah. And I said, fuck it. If I pay to you and then just buy the same cut, same, same, uh, to me, like these two years, I told, actually I told Seth, but you don't know, I'm not work much these two years. I just keep spending the cryptos for my daily because whatever, I have no job in right now in Hong Kong, my that shit just closed always, but I feel okay. Like I'm not really uh about the situation right now. I feel I'm I'm safe. I can like keep going to my dream. But it has I now I, I okay but I would say now I'm not really confident about this. <laughs> Why does it feel safe now though? It doesn't feel I safe all the time. Still I feel safe because at least I I have some safe. And the value is keep going up. Like I don't think cryptos will go to zero, so it's will it will be fine. So I I feel I have time to just keep in the art and the theater industry. I have a lot of coworkers. They have to change their job. Like for example, join the government department or join some company, but which I don't want it. Because when you into the system, your mindset so far will change that, yeah. which I don't want it. And I know, um, my health cannot afford the pressure. I would be really easier to depress or just, I can't, yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's similar to how I felt during that time I, I told you about. Yeah. It's so, how I felt during that time. Yeah. But I'm lucky. I'm lucky. So, so, so I'm keep telling my coworkers and friends, I say, let's buy five, uh, 500 Hong Kong dollars is 50, like 50 US dollar every month. I just keep telling them, just buy 50, give me 50. <laughs> but no one, but no one, uh, just say, just they will ignore me. And then sometimes they will like jealousy and say, oh, you bought it. Uh, and then I was told that I told you about that too, but I understand right now is no matter what you told people, when someone want it, they will do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you can't force people to chase their mindset. When the time arrives, they will do it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, whatever. Just if people or my friend ask me something like that, I will say, oh, that I will, I will let them. I will tell them how to do it, even though. Some people, some friends want to buy NFT. I would tell them don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we're 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 relying on crypto to live right now. I think all three of us are kind of relying on crypto. Right? Yeah. Oh, she she's also relying on crypto. Yeah. yeah. But so, what happens? What happens if it all falls down? What happens if it goes down to like, uh, I don't know, Bitcoin goes down to back to ten thousand or something. Uh... <laughs> Don't play don't don't play don't play the devil's advocate now, William. Don't play that, yeah. This is how I approach life. I wanna face that. I wanna face that and say like I have a plan or I have I I will be okay, you know. Even if I won't be okay, I wanna be okay inside. And that's how I was living before. It's like when I when I chose not to work, it was like I don't know what's going to happen to me. I might get like a disease and not have money to pay for treatment or something. <laughs> you know, that's how I was thinking. I'm like, if I get sick, I'll just die. It's okay. <laughs> and I didn't want to get sick. And I was trying to avoid anything that would make me sick and to like slowly find a better way to live. But it like, it took that kind of willingness to face those fears, I think. And so with crypto too, like if it all falls apart and myself and these friends who are kind of hoping that it doesn't like really hoping it does what are we going to do you know actually when 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 you talk about crypto like that i think um i begin to have heart attacks on the... <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but um i like your approach to life i like that approach this is simply because um we have to be two-sided actually we don't have to be that optimistic all the time that's because life isn't just about optimism Life is about the negatives as well. It's about the positives too. So as much as we are preparing for something um, that might surprise us um, positively, we also have to acknowledge the fact that things would happen to us. Things might happen to us negatively. That includes Bitcoin going to 10K. That's a possibility actually. But I think those possibilities, the chances are very, very, very slim. And that's because I think the, the crypto industry has, has intertwined into, into real-time sectors. We have real-time use cases for BTC. Crypto is beginning to creep into so many countries' economy. Mm. And for it to actually crash to that level mm. um, would be preposterous. Mm. It would be totally unbelievable. It would take um, a second pandemic. It would take the um, Armageddon to happen. It would take the world to destroy for that kind of thing to happen. <laughs> yeah, or let's just say the, 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 the World Bank is being robbed and all the money is taken away. Well, I mean, I like to do these thought experiments because I, I just feel like sometimes life punches you in the face, right? But like when it does, it doesn't mean it's finished. It means like there might be some other opportunity there. It kind of came out of nowhere. And I feel like at the same time, it could disappear just as easily. But, but then there's also this other <laughs> side where... Wait, I don't want to give you a heart attack. I already Hello, have a heart attack. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. I want to say I have phantom. You know, I have phantom. No way, no, but so. Drop twenty five percent already. FTN, one of the con. Okay. Anyway, 
So, 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 okay, so, you are buying into that coin. Are you buying into that coin that you just mentioned? No, I had, I, okay, I, I had some at that time. I also had that coin. So I said, whatever, it's like, it's like you told me, uh, the love is spending my face. Yes, yes. Just something can change suddenly. 10K, yes. If Bitcoin go to 10K or NFT go to zero. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen, right? I don't really think that's going to happen. It's just to play with that in my mind because actually the, if that happens, there's mm -hmm. a chance that there's a bigger opportunity behind that too. You get what yeah. I'm saying? If it, if, yeah. if, it, if, it happens, if it happens, you're going to have to migrate me of this country because you, it wouldn't be nice. Well, wait, wait, if it happens, what if it makes it easier for you to go to another country? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like yeah. it might push you to do something that you should have done anyway. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I'm looking at this. I don't think it's going to crash. I don't think, I think probably 30,000 is the lowest it could crash to. Uh, I guess 20,000 was the past all time high. I guess that's probably the lowest, lowest, but I like, I still like to do these thought experiments just to think like, what, what am I going to do in case and try to like get strong enough where even if that happens, I don't care. I'll be okay. I'll figure it out. Yeah. The truth is, the truth is I'm trying to get into that financial position. Um, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, um, what if I can afford pizza tomorrow? What if I can afford to have a hamburger tomorrow? I, I just realized that my whole life is tied to crypto. I like mm -hmm. to untangle that. I like to, I like to get into something realistic, something I can depend on, uh, for my finances. Actually, I'm working towards that. Actually, I, I don't intend to, to die owning only crypto. Actually, I intend to basically go into other things, but, but for now, um, I'm just planning. It's very good for one to procrastinate sometimes so that you can use all that time to actually plan. This life we're living is dreamy, basically. It's um sometimes when you think about what you can achieve with crypto, um your mind is blown away. Um but you have to realize that um sometimes that dream uh, might not be born basically. So the dream is there. Um the plan to actually live off crypto is there too. Because sometimes I think like you, but not 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 to that extent where everything goes to zero. Basically, that can be possible. <laughs> so, um, but I think anything is possible, but some things aren't really 100% possible. If you like what we do here, find us on social media and let us know. Uncut episodes will be up early on Patreon, and any support you make will make it easier to keep doing this. I also have a novella series called Confessions of the Damaged. It follows a man wandering the streets as he sees visions and tries to understand the meaning of his life. You can find links for everything in the description.